1: Welcome. I'm uh, thrilled to be here again with you today. I'm grateful that you're joining me, whether you're joining live or whether you listen to the replay afterwards. I'm always tuning into everybody's energy beforehand. And for those of you that are, you know, interested in subscribing, you know, you can subscribe on, on iTunes and Spreaker and all those podcast platforms. Now we have, we have um, my, my, podcast all set up there for the replays. And I would encourage you to go there and subscribe. As you tune in and connect your heart with mine, I bring you into one of my inner circles. I have several inner circles. Um, most inner circle, obviously, is my friend, family and friends and my community and my members. And then come after that, it's it's like the extended kind of family, which is those that are listening to my podcasts and radio shows and that tune into the work I do in the world, my books and things. And what I do, I, what my, the intention I hold, is that I'm working with the energies of everybody who's willing to say yes to receive. And of course, if you're in my membership, it's, it's different. So there's more of a tuning in. There's a, there's a depth that I work with on an energetic level with my community on a daily basis. I do a, a daily healing circle every day and I do a daily blessing for my community, specifically for my my clients and my members. And then the work I do in the world, so for the example, this radio show is infused with healing energy. It's infused with healing potential. And as you're listening and tuning in, whether it's live during the radio show or during the, you know, listening to a podcast that you've downloaded, there is a potential for healing for you. And all you need to do is say yes. Yes to receive. Yes, to receive the message throughout the podcast or the radio show. Yes, to receive the healing energy that comes along with it. All of the words, all of my messages are all infused with healing intention. And the intention is to clear all of the blocks to love and awaken us to the full potential that we are here to express in the world. Which brings me to the topic today, which is what in the world is going on? And I know a lot of people are really struggling to understand what's happening. They're really, you know, people are actually, some people are losing hope. And they're feeling quite despair and defeated and discouraged. But I'm here to tell you everything that's happening on the planet is actually good news. And I know from a human perspective, kind of looking out on a, on a human level, it looks chaotic. It looks messy. It looks like everything's being turned upside down. It looks like everything's being turned inside out. And that is all true. It looks like everything is coming to the surface and getting, and, and getting kind of, it's getting a little ugly out there in some ways. And that's all purposeful. I want you to know that there's a, there's a greater plan playing out here. There's a bigger plan and we are all playing an essential role in that grand plan. The challenges on a human level, when we judge it, when we fear it, we add more fear. It's like sprinkling fear with more fear. It's like adding worry to the fear that's already there. It's like adding negativity to the negativity that already exists, and that's rising up to the surface for healing. So there's a perspective I'm gonna invite you to try on today that's gonna allow you to witness what's happening in the world a little differently. When you have a different perspective, when you have a a loving perspective or a big picture perspective, you're gonna be able to navigate what's happening with a little bit more of an underlying peace. Now you'll still be triggered. You'll still have moments where you'll feel sad, you'll feel grief for what's going on. You'll feel angry, perhaps even resentful, outraged even, you're going to have an array of human emotions because you are a human being having this experience here on this earth. And as long as you are a human, you will have human experiences. You will have human nature will come in, kick in every once in a while. And every once in a while, you will react instead of responding. The intention for me to share all of this with you is so that you can feel a little bit more empowered, and feel like you're actually part of a solution, part of the bigger plan, part of the grand plan, so to speak. We each have an essential role to play in this grand plan. And when we understand what our role is, and when we can discern, discern is the big piece of, of the work, when we can discern when we are meant to play a part, when we're not, when we're meant to say something, when we're not, when we're meant to speak up, when we're meant to remain be quiet, the discernment is key. Because when we are actually living life by divine, when we're allowing that beautiful force to, that flows through all of us to navigate our life, to, to animate our body, to use our words, to use our bodies as a vehicle for communication, When it comes from that place, it's coming from a pure, loving direction and guidance. When we as humans are in fear, and I've talked about this in previous episodes, we we have two teachers, the one teacher that teaches us fear, I call the ego, and the other teacher that teaches us love, I refer to as spirit. And you can replace it with whatever word you want, but I'll say spirit. So when we're in spirit, when we're living life by divine and we're letting the spirit within us guide us and lead us, it's actually operating and the guidance is for everyone, everywhere, all together, all at once. When we're in fear, we are actually limiting our perspective. We're limiting the, the, our ability to actually contribute to the healing of the planet. And it's not wrong to be in fear, it's human nature. So again, we don't have to judge that. Just an awareness of where you are in each moment is helpful because the moment you create awareness, you can shift it. You can create some change. You can impact how you react or respond. When we're in fear, we react. When we're triggered, it's human nature to react. When we are in spirit, when we are living life by divine, we are allowing the divine to work through us, then we can respond. And our response is operating on behalf of ourselves and everyone around us. So it's in service to the highest good of all. Everything that's going on right now, everything we're seeing, everything we're experiencing is a... Unwinding, unschooling, unlearning, uncovering, bringing everything into the light in an, in an, with an intention of actually healing. All of us need to wake up. All of us need to heal. Now most of us are living. I've talked about this in previous episodes. The three stages are life by default where we're asleep at the wheel. Life by divine, where we're waking up and we're letting our heart lead us, but we're still kind of bouncing between head and heart. It's where a lot of people are. 80 to 90% are actually in life by default. Life by design, there's a lot of people in this space where they're into personal growth and spirituality, that sort of thing. And it's a great stage to move into. And it's purposeful until it's not. Then we need to shift into life by divine, which is a full surrender of every aspect of your life to allow the divine to work through you on behalf of everyone. When we allow this level of divinity, I call it our embodying our divinity, we then can circle back and embody our humanness. It's essential that we have both. We embody our divinity and we embody our humanness. That is how we can evolve soul. That's how we can evolve as a species. That's how we can all evolve as humanity on our planet. Now, the task may seem big and daunting, and it is. It's a big calling for all of us to wake up. It's a non-negotiable calling. It's something we all need to say yes to eventually, or we end up kind of leaving. And that's what I'm seeing a lot of people doing right now. The key for you is to focus on feeling, more on your feeling, and less on the thinking, thinking what you should do. So it's less head, more heart. The heart is that healing, healing, feeling center, more in the heart space, living more from that space, and less in the head. The challenge is when we go back into the head, we're so programmed to judge. We're so programmed to judge others, but also to judge ourselves. We are programmed to look for what's wrong. We are programmed to look, what, what, look for what needs to be fixed, what's broken. And right now that's not a helpful piece to look at. What we need to do is look at how we can be part of the solution. What needs to shift and change in order to align all of us ultimately, with the energy of love, with that loving, compassionate witness for each other and for ourselves. The beautiful thing about what's happening, and the good news is, we are shifting. And I received a, I sent out an email this morning in my newsletter, and I received a response back from one of the people that are are signed up for my list, and She was like, when she asked all these really great questions and the main kind of piece that really jumped out for me was like, when are we at the tipping point? Like, where's the tipping point? Like, how much worse is it going to get? How more ugly is it going to get before it actually gets nicer, before it actually shifts and turns around? And that question, it's a great question and it's not something we can answer for everyone, but it's something that you can answer for yourself. So when is enough is enough for you? When are you willing to make the shift out of fear and into love and trust? When are you willing to start walking with blind faith and stop trying to control everything that's going on around you? When are you able to shift out of fear and meet the call for love in the world with love? Because when we meet fear with fear, fear expands. When we meet the fear with love, love expands every time. That's the good news. There's a lot of good news today. So I'm, I'm talking about a really intense and, you know, it's emotionally triggering topic because there's so much perceived chaos in the world right now. And at the same time, I'm giving you a perspective that actually will inspire you and give you hope and help you feel empowered. And when I do that, the invitation is not to deny your human emotions, not to deny your humanness. We can't do that because we are human, but to witness those emotions, to allow those emotions, to allow those thoughts, and to start to shift and transform the programming that we have that is no longer serving. Have you ever noticed that what used to work is no longer working So things like people will have, you know, a couple drinks at the end of the night, maybe some alcohol or drugs or different things to try and numb themselves out or detach or, or just kind of forget. And it doesn't work anymore. And those that are trying to use it end up using a lot more than, than, than they used to because it's just not working the same way it used to be conversations we used to have are no longer okay dialogue and words that we used to use are no longer acceptable because more and more people are standing up and saying, that doesn't feel good to me. That doesn't feel okay for me when you say that. And this is what on a surface level looks like it's creating some separation. So a good example of that is just, I've talked about this a lot in the past episodes is the me too campaign when women are standing up and saying it's not okay anymore and this is what we need, then men, actually, all men are getting defensive. And, and it's not even the men that have, you know, there's a lot of great men out there that have not done anything intentionally. Some of them have done things unintentionally and some of them have done some really bad things. And it's all men's guilt, the collective guilt that they're feeling. And when women are standing up and saying, it's not okay. And, and we won't, we won't stand for it anymore. It's natural for guilt to rise up. And on a surface level, that looks like separation. It looks like women against men. And it's not, it's women saying, this is what we need. And will you stand with us? We need men to stand with us. And, the men that are able to move past that, that initial kind of defense feeling attacked in that defense, because we're, we're saying what's been happening in the world and we're not accusing all men. We're not accusing all men of that, but we're saying in general, this is what has been our experience and, and this needs to change. This is our experience as women. And this needs to change. And there's not a lot out there on like how the men can shift or how the men can change or how the men can support us. And I've done my best to share a little bit about that through my blogs and through the radio show, because that, that is bridging that separation. It's like unifying us again, but these triggers happen. And when one group stands up, another group is triggered and it brings that, collective wound to the surface for healing. If there's no trigger, then that collective wound stays hidden. So we need it to come to the surface. So in the beginning, it looks like there's these pockets of unification happening. And on the surface level, it looks like separation. But on a global scale, eventually, as each of our wounds are, are healed and each of our collective wounds are healed individually and collectively, then we can actually unify under one umbrella of humanity. Some of us are able to move through those wounds a little quicker. I've been doing a lot of my own work in clearing my, my, my five bodies, the physical, mental, emotional, spiritual and energy bodies. I've been doing this work for like two decades now and it feels like everything I've been doing, I've been prepping for this time to create this bridge for humanity. So as I create a bridge for myself, I kind of take I cross over and I and I I achieve a, a level of healing for myself, then I'm actually able to walk others over and like take my hand, let me walk you over that bridge. Let me support you to the other side of this because I've been there and I've kind of walked myself over. I've had support along the way as well. Then I'm able to actually help others. So that's where the unification can come back in. That's where we start to feel more connected again. Initially it's going to feel like separation. Now, here's the hard part to hear. We each have a role to play. And some of us have a really, a perception of a big role. And some of us have a perception of a small role. But every role is essential. It doesn't matter how big or small the role is. Every role is essential. Every part plays and contributes to the healing of the whole. Every one of us contributes to the healing the whole of humanity. I'm talking about the whole of humanity and the earth, all of it, planet and all. When we are in this space of willingness to play our part, we will bump up against resistance. Because the ego, that part of us that believes in fear and only knows fear, the ego only knows fear. It doesn't know love. It doesn't exist in love. It only knows fear. When the ego is in that place of fear, it will convince us that we may not be doing enough. It might tell us we're not doing enough. We should be doing more. So we feel pressure. Or it might tell us that it's too scary. We shouldn't do it. There's too much of a risk. So that fear of judgment, which is probably a lot of what has held me back in the past, and I still feel it every once in a while. I've had resistance to doing the radio show in the beginning and some of the topics feel a little bit emotionally charged for me still. So to, to speak about them and allow the message to come through me feels a little bit risky. And at the same time, it's triggering in some, in some ways as well. It has been at least. Now I'm also doing this by video. So we're doing Facebook live today for those of you that listen to the, the radio show by audio. We're actually doing video as well. And I've been posting the videos on YouTube. So for me, it's been a block. YouTube videos have been a block for me for a while. And I've kind of moved through it here and there, but it's, it's always been one of those things that just been a, a piece of resistance for me. Probably because for a long time, I actually was quite ill and I was moving through a lot of health issues, especially in the last decade. And when I would look at myself on video, I would look sick. Like I would look sickly. I would look unhealthy. And that was really challenging for me to be an intuitive healer and teaching about health and well-being. Meanwhile, I'm having my own health issues and I can help others heal. But I, I had a judgment that I couldn't heal myself fully, wholly, and completely. I had, I just had a lot that I had to, to clear and move out of my physical body. And I still do. The physical body is still an area where I'm clearing and I'm doing some. I'm doing a lot of work on a daily basis in that in that area. So for the longest time, the video had become a source of anxiety for me and resistance. I didn't want to do the videos. I was safe and comfortable behind the scenes, recording audio or doing conference calls or tele seminars and all those kinds of things. Blogs and things like that were really comfortable for me. The video wasn't, and it's been in the last. Well, particularly in the last six and seven weeks in doing this show with the video, I'm actually I'm getting over it. it's it's I'm facing my fear and I'm overcoming the fear as I'm facing the fear. So sometimes people wait until the fear is gone and then they take inspired action. And sometimes we actually need to take inspired action in order to overcome the fear. So sometimes we actually need to step up and and have the courage to just face the fear and do it anyways. And I, I got really comfortable doing that over the years. It was hard in the beginning, but the more I do it, the more comfortable I am. The more comfortable I am with being uncomfortable, let's say it that way. We each have an essential role to play. And as I was saying earlier, some roles look small, some roles look big. My role happens to be kind of in a more of a public forum. So radio show, TV, and you know, through my, through my website, through my membership, that sort of thing. On stages, when I speak, I'm very passionate about speaking to the world. It hasn't always been that way. Remember my story when I told in the first episode, my nickname was Squeak. So I was painfully shy as a child and growing up all the way, pretty much through to, to, to college, I was really quite shy and it was really challenging for me to step out of that and to and to really trust and to just start to speak and and be more outwardly into the world. So I know that if I can do it anybody can do it. Let's just let me just say that. If I can do it anybody can do it. When you feel the calling in your heart and you say yes to it, everything expands and everything you need is provided. The universe shows up to support you. Now, the universe usually only gives you the step that's in front of you. Spirit usually works on a need-to-know basis because if you get any more than one or two steps, the ego will hijack it and run with it and make you kind of detour off the side and you end up doing a lot more work than you need to. Trust me, I learned from that experience over and over again over the years of building three businesses, four businesses. So, when we trust the guidance, when we trust our heart to lead us, when we allow the divine to work through us, everything's given and all, everything we need is actually, sh- it shows up on our path. It's like the, the universe works with us and and supplies everything we need. It doesn't mean that it's easy. The path of awakening and clearing and un- unwinding so that we can align with this path, the, that path is messy. It's it's challenging. It can it can be really icky and mucky. It can look kind of ugly, and it actually creates a lot of relationships. Like it dissolves a lot of relationships because if those relationships are no longer serving, or if you're evolving and shifting and they aren't, then there's usually a tendency for those relationships to dissolve. When we allow ourselves to listen to our heart, trust that higher calling, and we follow the path that we're meant to, to, to take and uh, we we play the role that we're meant to play, we are in service to everyone everywhere, including us. The challenge is what is your role and what is not your role? That's the discernment, the ability to discern between what is heart-led and what is not, what is heart-led and what is head-led. What do you think you should be doing or what you think you shouldn't be doing or what you're afraid to do or what you're afraid not to do? It's about being guided and being led by that force within you, that internal GPS or your intuition. That's how our our inner spirit speaks to us. It whispers and it kind of communicates through our intuition, our gut instinct, whatever it is you want to call it. It's an inner knowing that goes beyond our limited mind, our programmed mind. So as we're here playing our part, there's people that are awake or awakening and have a certain part to play in contributing to helping others awaken. So that's a pretty much, that's a very much a big part of what I'm doing. I'm gathering light workers and healers and empaths and conscious business leaders and global impact leaders and and supporting them in unwinding all of their obstacles and unwinding how the ego is kind of infiltrated in there, making sure that this, this spiritual ego is not hijacking them, disguising itself as love and showing up as, as being of service in the world. That's a really tricksy one to discern. I've I've gotten really good at identifying it and feeling the subtle, tangible subtleness of the spiritual ego. And helping others unwind from that everybody who's waking up ultimately eventually will encounter their spiritual ego the ego will evolve as we evolve because it's it's survival depends on it i'll talk about that in another episode i could do a whole episode on the spiritual ego and, and how the ego evolves since it's quite it, the whole ego hijacking is quite a uh an experience to witness and it's, it's something when we understand it, we, when we're going through it, we'll actually be better equipped to identify it and then reach out for support around it when we need to. So as we allow our part to play and we clear these channels and we become this intuitive channel for the message, we become this intuitive channel for the art, the painting, the the music, whatever it is, the book, whatever it is that you're meant to contribute, and it can be something perceived small but still equally essential. It could be something as simple as, you know, um, the job as a janitor at a at a high school, and that they can have an impact just the same way others can have an impact and the impact is essential. It's important. And I remember back, and I'm sure you can remember in your life, maybe a time where you connected with somebody or saw somebody, maybe even someone just smiled at you in a way that really helped you in that moment. Maybe it's something as simple as, you know, someone like my counselor in high school really made a difference and impacted the direction of, of my career and really helped me believe in myself. And there's there's probably people that you can think of in your life that really sparked uh, insight or sparked a gem, told you something at a time or said one thing that really just shifted you and ch- helped you change gears, or it might even have totally changed your life. You can say one thing to one person and that their whole life can change. So never underestimate the impact of a choice for love, the impact of you being a clear channel and and your willingness to play the role that you're meant to play right now. Your role is essential. I need you to hear that, I need you to know that. And if you don't believe that, then borrow my belief because it's unwavering, it's unshakable. My belief in you is solid. And I know with every part of my being and beyond that you have an essential role to play here in this world. And when you say yes to playing that role, there is an energy that's going to work with you to, to collaborate with you to allow you to bring that role to humanity, to contribute your greatest gift and contribution to humanity. I really need you to get that. It's really important and again it doesn't matter how your role looks as i was saying before some of our roles some of, our, some of us play roles where we're awake most people on this platform are awake to more more awake than than the rest of the population most people are listening to these kinds of programs this kind of radio show this kind of platform is probably living life by divine or life by divine or life by design. The rest of the population, you got to keep in mind, we're like 80% of the population is still living life by default. They're still asleep at the wheel and they're confused and they're struggling and they're suffering and they're in resistance and they're digging their heels in and what used to work is no longer working. And they're projecting all of their fear and all of their pain onto others. And it's like one big vomiting projection party everywhere, projecting pain, projecting anger. There's a lot of that going on. Some people are going to stay asleep and that's the role they're meant to play for a while longer or until they pass. Some people have more of a role that is challenging to play in the way of They look kind of like the bad guy. So when you think of a movie, and you think of usually like even superheroes, there's the hero and then there's the villain. There's the there's the good guy and then there's the bad guy. And a lot of movies have that contrast. And we have that contrast in life as well. In our life classroom, in this world, there is contrast. There are people that are playing the role. Of a victim, there's people that are playing the role as a villain or the bad guy, seemingly on a surface level. But what those roles do is they wake us up and energize us and ignite this passion and this fire within us to say yes to play our role those of us that are awake, those that are, that are more conscious without those villains or those people that are playing roles that are appear negative. I'm not saying, I'm not saying they deserve like, they got to watch my words here a little bit, but at the same time, I'm trying to paint a big picture here. So it's not, I'm not judging. I'm not judging. I'm, I'm using a language that's limiting to try and explain A bigger picture perspective. So these villains in the world that are playing more of a negative role that are, that are seemingly having more of a negative impact or seemingly making things worse are really actually doing us a great favor because it's igniting this passion and this force within us to stand up, to stand out and stand strong like we've never done before. We are standing more united than we've ever been before. Again, on a surface level, it looks like separation, but there's pockets of unification. There's pockets of people uniting. There's pockets of cultures uniting. There's pockets of women uniting. And when we do that, we are standing together with such a divine strength and a divine courage that will impact change on a global scale in a way that we've never been able to do it before. This is really good news. This is essential news and it's timely. So I need you to really try this on. Open your mind wide, be wildly curious and wildly open to the perspective I'm sharing right now. When we honor the roles that everybody's playing, the positive role, the negative role, we can have some compassion. We can soften the anger a little bit. On a human level, we're gonna have those human emotions. But it's going to give us a sense of peace and a sense of drive and passion and direction. It doesn't mean that we don't stand up to these, these individuals in our lives and who we see in the world. It doesn't mean that we let them continue to play that role. But I just need you to see that without those individuals, without that contrast without that darkness or density, the drive to step into the light, the drive to wake up, the the igniting of the passion to really live our purpose, to be here in this world and play our part, to answer the deepest calling in our heart, without that contrast, we wouldn't feel the calling as deeply. We wouldn't feel the sense of urgency and the non-negotiable experience of it, which is what we're feeling right now. We all need to wake up. And the call is super, super strong. And it's a non-negotiable awakening that's happening. As we awaken, as we play our part, we actually directly and indirectly empower others to do the same. There's... People in my life that have come to me and and said, you know, when I listened to your radio show or when I read your blog or when I read your book, when I, when I, I heard you speak, you changed my life. You impacted me this way. There's a, there's people that do that. I I hear that. I would love to hear more. So (laughs) if, if this is impacting you, I would love to hear from you. It's important because people that are doing this work in the world, I know there's a lot of my friends and colleagues that are doing this really work publicly and sharing really vulnerably and taking a risk and, and putting themselves out there in a way to empower others to do the same. And sometimes we need some feedback. Sometimes we need that like encouragement. So as strong as I may appear here speaking to you as, as strong as I may sound, I still have those moments of doubt where my ego comes in and goes, you're not doing enough or that didn't work and no one really cares about that. You shouldn't be talking about that. My ego is still there playing in the background, trying its best to derail me, to to make me take some detours of fear, to bring me down into a wormhole. It doesn't happen as much as it used to, but it still happens. I still have that point of weakness. I'm still human. And as much as I make a conscious choice over and over again to not listen to the ego or to shift those thoughts and change them into more loving thoughts and to shift the emotions and feel the fear and let it rise up and clear, I still have those moments. All of us do. It doesn't matter who it is, who you're thinking of or, or who you're putting up on a pedestal. Like, don't, don't put us on a pedestal. Don't put me on a pedestal. Don't put anybody on a pedestal. We're all humans having this human experience, and in our humanness, we all have, still have our points of weakness here and there, some of us more than others, and it's okay. So if something I'm sharing changes your life, impacts you, there's a quote I put out and it, and it inspires you, then let me know, and I'd love to hear from you. And the same goes for others. If others are doing that, then let them know because we need more of that. We need more of that encouragement. We, we need more cheerleaders. We need more people by our side saying, I, "I, you know, I love what you're doing. Keep doing it. You're doing a great job. You're, you're making a difference. You know, it's like running a marathon and getting to the finish line and there's nobody there. When I'm in that, this virtual world, sometimes it's like it feels like I'm talking to myself but I know I'm not. I know it's having an impact because energetically I can feel it. But on a human level, it would be nice every once in a while to hear from you and and to know that that it is making a difference in your life. I would love to hear how it's making a difference. And I would also be open to a topic that you want me to, to speak about or something you want me to expand more on. If there's something you don't understand and you want me to explain it differently, then then reach out and let me know. I'm, I'm not here just to speak to you. I'm, I'm here for to spark conversations. I'm here to create more conscious connections. And I would love to hear from you. So you can post comments. You can reach out to me and find me. Connect with me on Facebook. Connect with me on Twitter, Instagram, wherever it is that you want to hang out. And reach out to me. I would love to hear from you. And that goes for others. I would encourage you to do that too. Not just the people out in the world, but people in your life. Like, take a moment to acknowledge your friends or your family, people in people that are close to you. Just even saying, you know, thank you for being here. Thank you for always being here for me, or thank you for supporting me in this way. And it, it, it we because there's so much on the surface level, so much negativity on a, on a kind of a human perspective level, so much darkness and density and heaviness and anger rising up for healing. We need those pockets of love. We need those reminders. We need that encouragement for each other to continue to do the work we're doing and to continue to play the role we're playing. It's essential and it's a gift. It's such a beautiful gift to extend gratitude and thanks to somebody that's making a difference in your life. So I would encourage you this week to find at least three people to reach out to and say thank you to and, and just be, be radically honest and vulnerable and, and let them know how, how they impact your life and how grateful you are for that. That's my challenge for you this week. That's your heart work this week. So going back to what in the world is going on? If you can embrace the good news, If you can hold a greater perspective, that there's a bigger plan playing out. And if you're willing to play your part, and we can call it this small part, we all have a small part in the grand plan, then know that you are doing your work. That is the best thing you can do to contribute to humanity. Play your part, play it to the best of your ability, play it to the best of your awareness. And if you need support, reach out and find it. Find a community, find a tribe, find a group of people, find some cheerleaders, find people that will stand by you and encourage you to follow your heart. Even if they don't understand, even if they're afraid, even if they don't get it. Find those people that will stand in your corner and encourage you to keep going, to keep taking the step that's in front of you. That's what we all need. We are not meant to do this alone. We are not lone wolves. Yes, some of us need to stand alone until we, so we can start to form a line and then we have this group of people that will follow us and, and be encouraged by the steps that we're taking. So initially, sometimes it might feel like we're standing alone until the the line forms or the group gathers. But we don't need to do this work alone. We're not meant to. And that just feeds into the isolation. That feeds into the separation. And the ego thrives on that and wants that. But that's not how we're meant to do it. So finding your tribe... Finding those that have a similar, similar values, similar message, something that resonates within you. And that can be a resonance that goes beyond the mind. It's, it's, somebody might be talking about something that, that you don't necessarily understand, but you feel a resonance deep within you. And that's what happens a lot of time with me when I'm talking I often stretch people's minds so much that they don't have an understanding at the level of the mind. They they kind of get it, but they don't, but they feel it really deeply within, and I'm often speaking heart to heart. I'm sending a message to your heart. I'm sending a message to your soul, and it's that soul connection that I'm inviting when I work with people and when I connect with people, whether it's directly or indirectly, whether it's. Through the words, or through video, or through my book. So, speaking of my book, I wanted to share because I haven't talked about my book a lot on the 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 pot the yeah, radio show. And I my latest book is called Stand Up, Stand Out, Stand Strong: A Thirty Day Guide to Navigate Life When the Shift Hits the Fan. And it's a really great book. A lot of what I'm talking about is in this book. I talk about the the different chapters are, when we fight to be right, we'll always feel wrong. What used to work is no longer working, um, a healthy expression of anger, and embodying our heart. Yes, all of those, answering the call for love, all of those are in the book. The book basically takes you on a journey from the programming in the mind, which is based on separation and judgment and projection and blame, and shifts you into love, forgiveness, and oneness and connection. So it's a neat journey. It's a, it's a great book because it's actually written in a a real basic, non, not, not too fluffy, not too spiritual language. So it allows people to have that journey and that experience and introduce them into the idea of life by design. That's in the book as well. And then into life by divine. So it's an invitation to unwind the mind, to, to clear some of the programming, to try on different perspectives to shift into forgiveness and to shift into owning your judgments and shifting them all. I have to do a whole episode on judgments and projection because it's a big topic and it takes a while to wrap the head around it. the, The ego mind is such, has such a block to understanding projection because it really doesn't want you to get it. The moment you get projection, you free your mind in such a powerful way. Maybe that'll be next week's episode. We'll see what comes in. The, the the book is a, a really beautiful journey and it's great for anybody, even if people are living life by default, it's actually a great book to pick up and have them take that journey and try on a different perspective, especially now because what we used to believe is no longer working anymore. What used to work is no longer working. Our beliefs are being all taken apart. Our foundations are being all rocked the world is shaking beneath our feet the ground is shaking and it's actually spirit doing the shaking it's the universe doing the shaking it's mother earth doing the shaking literally mother earth is just charging all of this energy through earthquakes and hurricanes so you got the wind you got the rains you got the fires you got the ground shaking and it's really trying to get our attention this is where that's what's going on in the world everything is in our face and we cannot ignore it anymore there is no turning a blind eye there's no pretending there's no hiding it's in our face whether you like it or not and like i said in the beginning this is the good news because it's time for us to heal all of this old dense collective energy there's a lot of past life stuff coming up. There's a lot of generational clearing that's happening. There's a lot of, so I'm doing a lot of soul retrievals right now, uh, clearing generational cords and patterns, clearing a lot of old expired spiritual contracts. There's a lot of work that's being done on, on a lot of levels, a lot of dimensions, a lot of timelines and a lot of generations. And it's, it's beautiful when we can surrender into it and have the support of someone trying to walk us through it. And when we come to the other side of that and we free ourselves from that, we then can have that bridge where we actually reach out and take the hand of someone else and help them over, whether that's directly or indirectly. So some of you may be light workers. Some of you may be feeling like, you know, the call to do some healing work and to do some extension work. The way that we do that is to clear our own channel and become the clearest channel as possible and allow the message to come through us, allow the energy to come through us and, and, and extend in that way so that we are in service to everyone everywhere. And it's, it's such a gift. It's a gift for us, but it's also a gift for everyone that we come in contact with. And that gift can be even something as simple as you know, stopping and, and speaking to someone on the street or connecting with the the person that's doing your grocery checkout, whatever that is, when you have an intention of showing up as love and in service to love, then the mirror back, the response back, the reflection back in the world is actually quite beautiful. And there's a lot of people that benefit from from just your awareness, your presence. Your presence is healing. Our ability our ability to be fully present with somebody, especially right now when there's so many distractions, you put your phone down, turn it over, put it in your purse, put it in your pocket, put it away. And to be fully present with somebody is such a gift because it doesn't happen as much anymore. And full presence can be on the phone. Full presence can be... In on a video with somebody on Skype or Zoom. Full presence can be in person. But honestly, giving your full undivided attention and just being a beautiful, compassionate witness for that individual at that time is one of the greatest gifts we can give. Not only for us, but for others. It's actually for us as well. The invitation this week is to change how you're seeing what's going on in the world to try on that bigger picture to understand that there's a grand plan playing out and that you're playing an essential role in part of that grand plan. So say yes to it. We talked about embodying the heart. Yes. Energy last week in last week's episode and your yes is powerful. Yes. Is the most powerful intention To just say yes to the role you're meant to play, to say yes to what you're meant to do in this world, to say yes to play your part, that in itself can energize and create a lot of force around you. Never underestimate the power of one heart yes to impact change. Never underestimate the power of one heart yes to impact change. Remember that your role, your part, is essential. And the world needs you now more than ever. Saying yes to playing your part is saying yes to contributing to the healing of all of humanity. And each one of us need to play our part. It's essential because we're contributing to the healing of the whole. So just say Yes. Just start with saying yes, even though I don't know what my part is, even though I don't understand, even though, just say yes. Yes, I'm willing. Yes, I'm curious. Yes, I'm open. Start there. Just be open. Be curious. See what happens. Let the universe work with you. Let the universe and the divine work through you as you, embodying your divinity, embodying your humanness and being the channel for love that we all need right now. Even if it's five minutes a day, just start, just start, just begin. And if you need support, know that you don't need to do it alone. We have a growing global community at Heart Led Living, and I actually mentor and work with people, helping them clear their, their blocks. Heal. We do live calls each week Community calls, you can get on live with me and with seven other of my coaches and healers and you actually get live coaching every week, twice a week. And then there's bonus calls here and there and there's, there's yoga and there's different meditations you can download. It's a beautiful community where you can come and receive the support you need to discern what is my role? What does that look like? How does that feel? And where's my fear around doing it? Where's my resistance and helping you move through all of that so that you can actually fully step into your life? If you need support, reach out, come and find us at heartledliving.com and click on become a member and join our movement. We got a heart yes movement happening and there's different levels of membership, all of which are affordable and, and in service to you and in stepping into your light, being able to hold your light in the world and be the vehicle for love that you're meant to be. Be the lighthouse. It's important. We need you. It's essential. I want to thank you all for tuning in. I look forward to seeing you each week live on Tuesdays at one. And for those of you that are interested in the podcast platforms, remember I said that they are, you can subscribe there and join so that you know, you know when new podcasts are arriving. And if you want to receive a love deeply now meditation, a channeled meditation I created, you can go to heartledliving.com and sign up for of my newsletter. And then you can also get notice of what's happening with any retreats or things I have coming up, but also you will received notice of this radio show as well before Tuesdays at one. So it keeps you kind of in the loop and connected to our community and bringing your heart into my inner inner circle so that I can support you energetically on a daily basis and be part of my, my daily blessing as well. I love you all. I thank you for coming. I appreciate you. I see you. I honor you and I am grateful for you until next week. Namaste.
0: You've been listening to Life by Divine with your host, Sue DeMay. Shift your consciousness from head to heart and enliven your soul as you discover how to lead with your heart and live your own life by divine. Join Sue in the growing global heart-led Living community at heartlandliving.com. That is heart, L-E-D, living.com.